perfect timing. Avengers! Check, check, check. Harry, Harry, motor, motor. Can we hear you? Give me an ovary, ovary, boner, boner. Boner it out. We love live troubleshooting. Hair just grew on my chest by saying it. All right, Manimal's making some oregano pizza on camera right now. <laughs> I have a little bit of a uh, marijuana cigarette. Uh, and we are back in the Avengers Take Stadium. Where are the Avengers? Avengers headquarters. Where are the Avengers headquarters all together? How's it going, guys? My Not wife says bad. I should get with a Muslim girl. Get with a Muslim girl. Is this for me or what? She's like, uh, maybe you need somebody more disciplined. She... <laughs> because I was telling her about the Nas interview, and I was like, yeah, shout outs to Nas. Thank you for the that time. Uh, you missed out, Harry. We were singing, where Harry at? Where Harry at? <laughs> but I respect the discipline, but I, I like my wife the way she is. <laughs> you don't want to put her in a... In a... Kabibi, k- k- a burka? What do you call that? Is that a burka? Yeah, and then tighten it around the neck. I love 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching before we came on uh, the end of an episode. There's some hot and, chicas. You know, it's a girl that's like American, and she's like lily white, blonde hair, blue eyes <laughs> from California, and she's like, I'm going to go move to Egypt and marry this Muslim guy. And he's like, cover your fucking head and she's like i don't want to cover my hair he's like no you don't understand like you have to do it then one day she's like i want to meet your friends he's like don't ever ask me that again <laughs> he's, he's just, and I, she's like like she's getting pissed at him but i was like why'd you convert to islam if you didn't understand anything about the religion i feel like there's a lot of that going around these days she converted to a crazy people religion. just doing a whole bunch of shit they don't really understand <laughs> yeah she she converted to a religion that's very strict and uh highly disciplined which i respect because i'm also pious uh so i respect the piety <laughs> but it's not exactly a religion i would subscribe to i mean those guys are bill gates without microsoft like the the guys on 90 day fiance oh, like so what? it's like i had no those guys would convert that was supposed to mean <laughs> the women are like out of this world and oh, then the yeah, moms get them from columbia yeah i think that's the one i see with the mom with the glasses and the bob cut she's oh, like yeah. I, I don't trust the mama cita in the house i don't trust mm-hmm. that mama <laughs> Yeah, She's like, I, I love your, I love your song. I love your song. No, you don't. <laughs> Can you do that again, Ike? <laughs> voices are always dangerous territory. We're always trying to get nice when the voices come out. Harry's back in auto tune. You fucking kidding me? Fuck <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> Harry, what are you showing us now? Fuck <laughs> this. Fucking. <laughs> Piece of what? shit. Fucking Imagine he's got the waistband boner going on. <laughs> is that a crotch shot? Harry, this is why I didn't want to spend the 
the weekends with Carolina. <laughs> I was like, oh, I gotta spend the spend it with Harry. I was like, fuck that. Who's big? I was saving you, Harry. That's good. That's good. That was very friendly of you. Oh my god, I was in Austin, Texas. Very friendly of you, Harry. I did like a four day retreat, and at the retreat, I wasn't sleeping great because it was like bunk beds and I was hype. So like the last night, I stayed an extra day and I crashed at my boy's Airbnb. He was like, "Dude, you snored so fucking loud, I couldn't." I like, dude, that was the first time I slept in five days. I was like, I stood up for like four days. I was like, I wanted to be close to the experience. I believe it. I did. Oh, we had some a good damn good fights this weekend. Yeah, we're, our brains are in the same place, man. We're sharing the yeah, same we're... single brain cell tonight. <laughs> Mind melding tonight. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, UFC 286. Leon uh, fucking get on an impressive fashion. So yeah, he styled I thought it was close, actually. Did you? I, I thought that was pretty wild. I've seen some people calling like robbery and this and that. I thought I Leon pretty well. clearly won that fight. Even with the point well. option. I thought I Usman... Yeah, no, I, I, just, I just thought Usman looked just slow. It looks like the age and the injuries is all starting to finally catch up with him, which, you know, it, it does for everybody at a certain point. Uh, it's unfortunate he was a great champion, had a lot, what, five title defenses, I think? Um, yeah, was, was a, it's going to go down as one of the best welterweights of all time for sure, but it, it unfortunately seems that that ship has sailed. Yeah, it was a yeah I mean, could, what do you, okay, so hold on. First, Leon Edwards did play a good game plan, because, but I did give, I gave Leon Edwards three rounds. I gave Camaro two rounds. He had a couple of good exchanges. A part where he had him against the cage, that was a good uh, exchange. He was landing shots too. You know, Leon Edwards is the much sharper, the cleaner of the striking, but uh, it wouldn't. It wasn't a blowout, and he didn't get knocked out. So There's it wasn't as there. as the fight before it. Who's Leon Edwards coach? Uh, I think he trained a smaller gym in Manchester. Come on, son, you got it. You gotta pull it out of the darkness, son. You're Don't let him bully you, son. Don't rock, let him bully you. Come on, Like, I know trained this brother, Fabian. Like, I think they just have, like, a smaller outfit somewhere out, out in Manchester. I don't think he trains at one of, like, I don't think he's a uh, Great Britain top team. I don't think he's at one of the big gyms out there. Well, I'll tell you what. He had a good game plan. He moved well. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't think it was a blowout. It was good for him. But I could have seen it. If it went the other way, I wouldn't have been, like, Shocked. I know you you think it was a blowout, but I was like, eh, I gave it three to two. I gave it to Leon Edwards. I got him winning. Yeah. How'd you see Harry? I, I had him winning three to two. For sure. And it was funny because everybody in the bar was like freaking out over the uh takedowns and stuff. Like they don't even count. <laughs> like just right. like they don't count at all. Gotta do something like, with it. Hmm? You gotta, gotta do, do something, something with it. Exactly. I mean, back in the day they counted. They each each takedown counted for a point, but not or whatever they they did count back in the day. Now they don't. Not like it has to be effective, like everything else. So right. it's you know it's silly, but most people don't know the rules, and that's on them. Uh, and that's why they get butthurt and pissed off when they see fights and a score, and they're like, I don't get it. And it's like, watch it, <laughs> maybe right. one more time. 
<laughs> well, sometimes the judging does suck, but there were a couple of tough spots on that card. I thought Roman leads a pretty clearly won that fight against Martin. That when they when they when I heard the 30-27 scorecard, I thought, okay, it has to be the lead because there's no way you can score round one for Marvin. No way. No way. Yeah. I mean, that's I don't know crazy. That, man. And I'm biased towards Marvin Vittori because he's Italian. So <laughs> even though he's an asshole, you know, I don't right. want to be that regular Guinea that hates other Guinea. I want to support my fellow Guinea. You don't want to be a self, a self-loathing Italian. No, which no, no, no. There's no such thing as a self-loathing Italian. It's an Italian-loathing Italian. I don't loathe me. I'm the best Italian. Fuck you. <laughs> you suck. That's how the Italian way works. Harry, Harry's biased towards Muhammad. Yeah. Fuck that That's guy. why uh, the Roman wars were so brutal because there's a bunch of stubborn dudes who were like, no, <laughs> uh, Rome's the best. No, this other town, Vinsky. There's a bunch of towns that we don't really keep the name of that the Romans essentially slowly conquered their neighbors. A bunch of other hard guineas. Let me just incorporate them. But whatever. So speaking of fights, Gaethje Fiziev, I actually wasn't calling that. Like like even Gaethje winning, I thought Fiziev was the first Yeah. I scored the first and second round for Fizzy. But I I understand it's always going to be tough to win a a fight when you're the one wearing the damage, when your face looks as jacked up as his face looks at the end of it. But Another terrible scorecard. How do you give Justin Gaethje a 10-8 for that third round? How do you do that? Fizzy came out and buzzed him twice in the first minute of the round, had him staggered a little bit, had him clearly hurt, and that alone to me is enough damage to, to, to prevent a 10-8. I don't understand what we're doing here. You think just the optics? How busted I up? think it's a lot of optics, but yeah. I, I guessed. To... I don't know yeah. what else it could be. I mean, third, but I guess that, like, I guess it falls into the effective striking. You know what I mean? Like, to how, what was your effect on your opponent? I, that's the only only rationalization I could come up with why is so they would go, okay, well, he's wearing, you know what I mean? Other than that, right. looked more effective. Yeah. And right. the leg and I have no problem. Oops, sorry, man. The leg kicks, which yeah. I was surprised. I I was saying Fazeev is going to make a difference in this fight because he's going to check the leg kick. Motherfucker didn't check the leg kick. Mm-hmm. He's a Muay Thai fighter that wasn't checking the leg kick. And I think. I'm probably missing something that it looks slower on video, but like he's probably throwing it with very little telegraph because he hits everyone with it. If he hit yeah. a good Muay Thai fighter like Fazeev with it, then that kick is coming out with with no real uh, tell because he's landing on everybody, even a right. good Muay Thai fighter. I thought previously it was like, oh, he's only hitting everyone with that kick because they suck at defending it. But Nope. No, you gotta give him props at a certain point, yeah. But I, I think part of it too is the is grappling threat, the wrestling threat from Gaethje. Even if he doesn't use it a ton, he used it a few times in this fight. He showed Fizzy the level change a few times, just made him think about it. So I wonder if uh, he's hesitant to open up his hips, hesitant to uh, give him anything off that leg kick. Maybe he felt it was a better game plan for him to just eat them rather than wind up on on his back for a few minutes or something. Never checking a kick <laughs> to wind you up on your back. Fair. Check the kick. That'll never wind you up on your back. Check the leg kick. Like, I, I, I'm not saying he could have because of the speed of the action, but like, you want to try to check the leg kick. Like, there's no downside to checking it. 
right. other than your shins and for a real Muay Thai fighter, I don't think it's going to be an issue. I, I don't think we're worried about Fazeev's shin conditioning. Yeah, like I'm I'm sure that guy's kicking trees in Thailand. Yeah. No, I, I don't think anybody who trains at Tiger White Thai, I don't think you have to worry about shin conditioning. Yeah, exactly, right? It's like, so he should have been able to, but... So I'm curious. I guess he couldn't pick up the read. I'm telling you, Gaethje, I give him props because he's throwing that kick way fast. For sure. And again, wouldn't call that a robbery by any means. I have no problem with scoring that fight for Gaethje if you want. I think two with the swing round. I thought one was pretty clear for Fizzy. I thought three was yeah, pretty clear for true. Gaethje. I thought, I thought two was the swing round. I think you could genuinely score that round in either direction. No problem with that. But the 10-8 round three is what did it for me. That crazy. Mm-hmm. That feels like you just looked at your scorecard and you were like, oh, I feel like I picked the wrong guy. So now I have to find a way to finagle my way into Gaethje winning. Oh, 10 8. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I almost like when they do it the pride way, when it's like judge the fight overall. I like that. I like that. Ryzen does that. I, I believe one championship still does that, where, yeah, they, they judge the. That? I think they do. They judge the bout on a whole rather than round by round. Bye. It's or only the second decision for Gaethje in the UFC. Uh, judge the fight overall, or do they do it round by round? Oh, I'll uh, I'll find out for you. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm pretty sure I'm they sure, do it I'm as sure a whole. Risen does. I'm sure Risen does it the pride way. Yeah, Wait, for sure. You asked if one is doing it or who? No, Risen. I'm sure does it the old school oh, pride God. way. That it's just uh, whoever they think won the fight, and then. But does one does one do round by round scoring or do they? I'm, I'm looking it up. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious. I uh, like the yellow they... cards for like the yellow finger cards. pokes, cage grabs, nut they... shots. Who does that? Risen or one? Uh, maybe uh, just. <laughs> so, okay, so yeah, they use gamma, so it's uh, gamma's rule set uh, with. Uh, I guess four wins championship. Uh, well, that's an event of decision. There's a lot. Decision wins get around by round. Yes. Decision wins get around by round. Yep. Right. Wait, 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 wait. The, the three judges will score the bout in its entire. No, in its entirety, not round by round. Sorry. Oh, so one championships they judge it. The the whole bout in its entirety, not round by round. Oh well. I had to. Harry's getting a yellow card. Harry wants me to make it to South Carolina. He can't even make it on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I could pass over dinner, Harry. Stuffed cabbage. Get ready. Yeah, I can't believe that fight went through the decision. I thought somebody was going to die. I make Tammy's grandma's recipe. Do you like stuffed cabbage? It's really good. It can't be that soggy. It's sweet. It needs to be a little crispy. What do you put, like raspberry in it? No, brown sugar. Brown sugar. Oh. Do you want to know their judging criteria? Because it's different. Yeah, I'd love to. So there's this uh, near knockout, near submission... Damage, uh, internal accumulated, superficial striking combinations, and cage in uh, cage ring generalship. 
ground control and superior positioning, earn takedowns or takedown defense and aggression. Oh, interesting. Different judging criteria. Mm-hmm. I like that. And that's for MMA. They have Muay Thai, kickboxing. So oh, they- so then they have different judging criteria for each art. That, yeah. Right? Oh, that's pretty nice. I like that. Oh, that's pretty cool. That has that Japanese feel, right? It's like, who won that fight? Yeah. Tell me who won that fight. Not who won that round. Who edged it? Like, who won that fight, right? So then you'd be like Gaethje. Then you'd, you'd be like, oh, Gaethje won that fight. It's hard to, like, look at those dudes and be like, who won? If you ask Fazeev, he'd be like, yeah, I lost that fight, Right. Are they gonna do? What do you think? Poor you guys know that about well, I don't even have fucking. I paid ninety bucks a month for goddamn internet for fucking Optum, and it just shits out once a day. And it's always in the middle of something. It's never a time that's fucking convenient for me. It's at the fucking worst, shittiest, most inconvenient, annoying fucking time it could possibly do it. Oh, I hate, I hate you. I hate bills. I'm gonna go live in the fucking wilderness. I'm so fucking done. I'm built for the wilderness. I know, man. Let's let's start a fucking commune somewhere. Listen, I've been t- I tell Carrie all the time. Let's and, do a Waco. Uh, <laughs> Waco. We get a place, <laughs> not that expensive, especially if five or six people chipped in. And uh, my farming's been getting better. Gordon's great with farming and chickens. Carrie got a good green thumb. Yeah. I you're good, right? Oh, you know what I'd love to get into? Hang out. Place? Well, first <laughs> we could do training camps at the place. Put a studio up there. Mm. You never went down again. You could bug out there. You know, it would be nice if it was in the island, but there's no real spot where you could get like real land in the island. No, maybe like I all the way it. out in Suffolk, all the way out east, like the North Fork and shit. But and even then, what are you gonna get? Two acres, right? And it's still gonna be fucking pricey. I don't know if I sent you. It was like seventy-five acres upstate. It was like six fifty with a five-bedroom house. Oh, that rules. Wow. That, sounds so delightful. Huh? that sounds so delightful. The idea of not having to ever interact with my neighbors sounds so lovely. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I heard Montana because of the show Yellowstone, like the price of uh, living went up because of that show. Oh, really? That's like Ozark, right? Yeah. Where's uh, I've never seen Ozark. Where's that? Uh, Ozark's, Ozark's great. Think, yeah, Lake Ozark. Like a big, I do like, respect how Jason Bateman can do town. serious, funny, it's a serious spring spot because the Ozark Lake is nice. Yeah, it's like a uh, Panama City Beach for people from the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ron um, Gracie's uh, got a spot out in Montana too. I saw Ooh. he's back. They just booked Ron him. Gracie. Yeah, man. Oh. Out of witness, Crone, whatever. Crone, right? Cron, cron, cron. I don't fucking know, man. You say cron, I say cron. Mm-hmm. I was trying to see a freaking. I was like, right. If there's any guy I could fight in UFC, it'd be cron. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I mean, we see Manuel doing the like the head-to-head bow after the fight, and they're like kissing each other, yeah. and like. Manuel, I, think, I think you could take Chase Hooper. At one forty-five, oh, yeah. you could yeah. submit that kid. He doesn't have any. He would striking. put him in detention. He would slap his knuckles. Oh my god, that'd be bad. He would that's take his a, lunch That's money. a genuinely winnable fight for you. Yeah, it was a winnable fight. Peter Parker versus Thor. Oh, uh, Roger Werther right now. 
Yeah, Huerta's been on a tough little. He's Did he stay out of trouble? Run. I feel he like he would be part, part of like a narco. We're at the right spot. <laughs> I saw him in uh, what was his last fight? In one? Was it one or was it Bellator? I, I forget. It was one of the, oh, it might have been Bellator. There might have been haystacks He bounced around there, but I'm going to make a little mental note on that one. He was that's, on that's the cover interesting of Sports Illustrated. Roger Huerta would be a good fight. That'd be great. That'd be a good one. Because uh, striking-wise, you still got to be careful. But on the ground, I'm going to have to say far superior. You know, so it's a, it's a matchup I like. Yeah. And then he's a little older and slower now. As you also have the benefit of not getting knocked out in your last, like, six consecutive fights. He's fighting at no, 170. I'm, I'm fresh. The only time I forget my name is, you know, a lot of, a lot of drugs. So. <laughs> Blood in, blood right. out, it's a... It's fucking 2023. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what century is your internet in, Harry? Oh, man. I got a lot of candles burning out here. Is that a Jewish yeah. joke? No, no, no. I, today, I told you. Today's like, <laughs> uh, I got all my candles going. I made a wand, Kerry. Mm-hmm. Would your dream fight be Dylan Dennis? Huh? Would your I'd dream love to fight Dylan Dennis? I'd fight him at any weight. Is that the dream fight? Dylan Dennis, yeah, that definitely would be. It's too bad he's such a big piece of shit because he is big. Like I seen him at Bellator, oh, like he's a 200? big boy, but I'm like, fucking, such a big piece of shit. You know, but he's big. He's like five ten. He can. He doesn't even make one seventy. Like make a weight class. He's doing one seventy five. That's not a weight class. Like you can't be a serious contender if you don't make a weight class that has a title. <laughs> Wait, how can you be a serious contender? Dylan Dennis can't be a serious contender. He's he's not making a weight class. If you don't make a weight class, then you're nowhere in contention. You're doing catchweight fights. That's not part of contention. You can't fight at one seventy five and be. And say you're a 170 pound fighter, Harry. I was talking about Dylan Dennis. I was like, you can't be considered in contention for anything when you don't actually make a weight class, or or you don't actually people. fight. It's been there's what, an art to years? that. There's an art to that. How long is it? The last time Dennis he fought? fought was the last time I fought. <laughs> actually, no, I'm lying because at least I did combat jujitsu. He didn't even do anything after that fight. What are you guys going to say? I'm going to say... What do you do after that fight at the Garden? June 2019. Say it, Harry. That's my dream fight. Dylan, that is. Yeah, there you go. That sounds about right. Like... Yo, the only problem, Harry, I was saying is that guy's a big piece of shit. He's big. He's like yeah. five times. He's, a, he's, he's a thick boy. He's a thick boy to move around. But yeah, a well, he, had, he had that him. boxing match with the YouTuber that he fucking pulled what out. What do you think, of? Harry? Harry, wow. uh, we'll fight wow. at 175. TRT animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was on that uh that Bellator two twenty two card. Yeah, if you're allowed, to, if you're allowed to take TRT to get up to seventy five, hell yeah. It's just got to be outside the UFC. That's all I'm hearing. That's all I'm hearing. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm hearing. And meanwhile, it sounds like uh, USADA is going to be going the way they don't know pretty soon because we're getting uh, Connor. Sounds like he's getting quite an exception to that little six month rule. Oh, is he? 
They basically, the head of USADA came out and said, like, oh, well, our policy technically says that you have to be in the pool for six months, but we've talked to his team and blah, 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 blah. Base. End of day, they're saying that they're going to let him fight after two clean tests. So he doesn't need to do six months. He doesn't fucking, like, it's so fucking. His team. Hey, Harry, let me ask you a question. Uh, is Ike clean? Ike's, uh, Ike's fucking clean as could be. Clean as a whistle. Harry, is Ike clean? Yeah, I think he's clean too. All right, you're good, Ike. <laughs> and you saw that they're like the Santa Claus on the fire engine, like We're coming down for Connor. We're on the other yeah. system out here. But I, I just don't understand. Like, it feels like the UFC is literally trying to delegitimize their entire brand right now. Between fucking power slap, and now we're going to start just handing out USA well, exemptions for our big stars whenever we want. We don't talk about pa- we don't talk about power bullshit. Of course, but you you know what I'm saying. It just feels like, like, I saw I saw a great clip today from Dan Hardy, right, where he was on some podcast and he was talking about. You know, somebody asked him, "What do you, what do you it's think of the whole disgusting. thing?" It's disgusting. Right, he's like, "It's not a real sport." And then he, he made a very good point that I thought was interesting. Where he was talking about like imagine think back to Dan Hardy versus GSE, right? That's 2010. So it's less than 15 years ago. And could you imagine if in 2010 the UFC started and attached their name and their brand so heavily to this fucking slap fighting nonsense? The company wouldn't exist today. It wouldn't exist today because nobody would have ever get sports seriously. It would have delegitimized the entire operation. It's, it's a rich kid, and he's like paying his friends to hang out with him, basically with yeah. Dana White right now. That's crazy. And nobody's telling them, like, dude, uh, we got to stop it. It just sucks to see, like, it sucks to see the quality of the product decline. It sucks to see, like, my own interest in the product decline because of how they're treating it and managing it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I enjoy well, that's this thing. We're fucking here, Harry, right. because right. we might not be able to save MMA, but we will <laughs> damn fucking sure revenge it. Yes, so sir. That's right. Go up to Dana White's house, that motherfucker. <laughs> Allegedly in the video. Allegedly. Game, not really. In my imagination. Yeah. I would love to. We don't want anybody yeah. showing up and knocking at the door. <laughs> I heard you were going to show up at my house. I'm here. Hey, listen, you can send whoever you want. Just don't expect them back. Animal, there's a, there's a green dot on your forehead. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Praise Odin. But I just it just sucks, man. It really just sucks. Your internet or the no, what it are sucks. We I about? agree with you. All of I, it. <laughs> no, I agree with them. I, I hate the quality of the promotion. They don't they barely promote these great fights. Barely fucking pay these guys what they're worth. I know it's getting a little better, but it's still right. not where it should be. And then they're be. trying to push these guys like like Pat Pimblet and Makayev, and they're starting to match make these guys super soft and try to fuck like it feels like they're doing they're doing fucking Scott Coker Bellator shit, man. Little arrogant. Bellator it's has like, no pretension about it. Putting uh, right. on banger co-mains. I, I respect <laughs> that. I respect that. That's just the way that they build prospects. Maybe I don't agree with it. Maybe I don't like it all the time, but that's the way that they do it. I respect I, that. The UFC I don't is like just, it either, right. they try to fuck me over, but that's the way they do it. And they don't make a pretense. They're not like, we're serious. They're like, if you're but serious... No, this is a squash, yeah. No, but if you're serious, you fight in a tournament. Right, right. Every, serious, everybody else can be cannon modern. Yeah, if you're serious, you fight in the Bellator tournament for whatever weight class they're doing. 
that winner is a serious champion on par to me with any other champion. I agree with that. Right. But barring that, they're squash fights, like you said. Right. Like, yeah. Right. It's like, you know, I'm trying to build this dude up. Right. I was just going to say, do you have a problem with the way they match make the like the lily pads to get, say, Alex Pereira to that Israel Adesanya fight? Do you have a problem with that? Or is it like, now we got a sick rivalry? I understand why Alex got rushed along. That made sense to me. He's the number four guy. Sean Strickland was ranked four and he beat him. Right, right. He he earned that. It's, it's not like he beat the number 15 guy and then got a title shot. He beat the number four guy. I don't know if he's beating Vittori. Who? Uh, Pereira? Pajera. Oh, because wrestling-wise. Or um, who's Marvin's the one very from, smart. Uh, Who's the champion Bellator? Is it Johnny Eblen? I think Eblen would run through. Bingo. Bingo gets I'm so sorry, friends. I'm having a little family emergency right now with uh, some, some health stuff. So I, I got to jump real quick, but I love all of you guys. It's a pleasure. God bless you and uh, give us we, another one. next week. It's always fucking something in this house. It's always something. Well, all right, well, Take it easy, brother. Yeah. Okay. Yikes. Oh, damn, Harry. Yeah, right? Fuck. All right, hold on. I'm gonna need to smoke about that too, Kerr. He would uh have to pay a sperm bank to take his sperm. What? They pay him to keep it. Harry went to the sperm bank. They paid him to keep his sperm. <laughs> oh, I forgot to ask him if he was sickly as a kid. You gotta remind me. Okay. <laughs> Harry, were you a sick kid? Carrie, I like your artwork. You Thank put you. Grab Bugs Bunny behind you? Yeah. That came out really good. It came out good. Nice. Yeah, he's smoking. Bugs Bunny. Got a joint, too. I even made the joint look lit. I think that's pretty fucking cool. Oh, that looks good. Yeah, it looks like it's on fire. Yeah. Carried. Like ember. Oh, you know what other fight was good? Uh, Gunnar Nelson. Yes! Arena. I was nice on ball. That was a great fight. No, couple shots on ball, boom. Nice. That arm bar transition. I was like, yo, I'm like, look, Christy, he's transitioning to arm bar. She's like, how do you tell? I'm like, look at his leg. It's going to the angle. I'm like, just see it all coming. It was great. It was great. You saw, yeah, he got the angle through a few strikes, which makes yeah. it easier because the guy does that. And then he just wrapped up that arm. And with short time, I think it was only 20 seconds left. And I said, because it was like so funny, this guy that was sitting next to us goes, because you seem to know what you're uh, what you're talking about over here. He's like, who do you think is gonna win this fight? I'm like Gunnar Nelson. He's like, they said he hasn't won in one in two years. I'm like, I'm telling you, he's gonna win. And he was just turns around and he's like, who else do you think is gonna win? <laughs> Apparently, he made a lot of money on my bets. Nice, Carrie. Yeah. You don't like to bet though, right? No, I just like to make other people money. But you bet on pool. Well, no. You don't bet on your games? I don't bet on my games. I just, we, it's it's a tournament. So I'm playing for money, but you I don't You never bet side money on your games? No, there's no Calcutta's. If it's in Vegas, there probably is. I remember going to Vegas years ago, and in the practice room, they were doing what's called Calcutta's, uh, all sorts of side betting. It was pretty cool. Calcutta's. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Just... <laughs> hey, listen, India is the world's largest democracy, so... Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. John Deere? 
What about John Deere? What did you say? India? India? Am I choppy? No. Oh, you're just making fun of me? Mm-hmm. Is my Brooklyn accent coming out? Like, yo, the John Deere. Oh, John Deere. Deere John. What? I'm, I'm making chicken farm right now for the first time. Breaded the chicken, cooked oh. it, flipped it. Oh, listen. Hopefully, when Steamroller gives us uh, hit, hopefully that code makes it that the tickets are a little cheaper. That would be but so. Oh, yeah, his fight was announced. Yeah, fight was announced. Steamroller versus Dober. Oh, I wanted to get shit. Can we get Kid on before his fight? Or is he? We got another Monday. Oh, we do, right? We should try to get Kid on Monday. That'll be good. We'll get Steamroller on a little bit closer to his fight. This is Frivola's time, man. Top 15, yeah. here he comes. Top 15. He's, he's taken very little damage his last two fights. So whatever he had, he recovered from. Right? I think he's looking good. He's surging. You know, is he going to do some up. jits? Surprise everybody? Or is he going to finally knock out the, the Jay Leno jaw? Why not just take it to the ground? Matt's a good wrestler. He could strike with him enough to make it easy to wrestle. You know, you must love what you do for a minute or two. Then take him down. It's his time, man. I feel yeah, it. And Matt's feel it. He's been feeling good, too. We were, we've been training. Light. Terry, how sage? Oh, that's what I'm like sitting here. Kind of just oh, watching her lay down. I don't know. I'm gonna have to take her to the vet again, like to an actual to the vet, so they can make sure there's no like nothing stuck in her throat or some shit. I don't fucking know. You know Doc from Sarah's? He's a vet in Bayshore. Oh yeah. Oh, that's so far. So far, right? Uh, oh no, I need a new vet. So there's one in Greenlawn, not far from here. Poor Sage. Yeah, she's not. She's, I, yeah. I mean, she's acting all right, but she's, you know, she always sleeps. Yeah. Sometimes they just, yeah, cats sleep 20 hours a day anyway. Yeah, but she, no, she's like, the noise she's making when she's throwing up, it's like she's trying to get something out. It's weird. Like, do you have any animals? Just a dog. Oh, what kind of dog you got? Half Great Pyrenees, half Golden. Oh, sure. Perfect. He's hyper protective, loving. Nice. Is he cool the young? Is he protective of your kids? Uh, of the house in general. Oh, my dog what? is crazy protective at the door. She's like, "Why the fuck are you walking past?" Which in Brooklyn is tougher than at your house because you live up the fucking stairway to heaven over there. To get to you, you have to be committed. Before I climb your stairs, I'm like, I call, I'm like, hey, listen, in case I don't make it back. Let's do it. <laughs> Just to get milk. I went to, listen, babe, if I don't make it back, don't wait up for me. You know, it's like, call yeah. this number. What do you Go do to this location. There? Ike, what are you doing? It snows over there. He said like, you don't. Just wait for it to melt. <laughs> I wait for it to melt. You're like, I call in. I'm not working, guys. Not leaving the house. Stock up. 
I don't leave when it snows. I try not to. It's terrible around here. I'm going to make a prediction. Is your thing is tough, like where you park? Like that dip? Yep. What's your prediction? On the way down for Chandler and on the way up for Vola. Mm. For Vola will be Chandler's retirement fight. Ooh. In maybe 18 months. And then for Vola cracks top five. And then... So Dober will put him at 14. Jalen Turner, Armin to Sarukian, the guys he's fought are seven and ten. What's Sarukian, Armin? Eight. That's a tough fight, but I will tell you this. He did get a takedown in on Armin. Yeah, uh, short notice, right? Wasn't that like uh short notice they switched the opponent? That happens to him a lot, I feel like. Yeah, it does. Or it did happen to him a lot during the COVID times. Mm-hmm. He would like have an opponent and then they would get him switched a week out. Yep. And that Armin one, it was like a killer. He was supposed to fight like Frank Camacho, which is, I mean, I'm not saying it's an easy fight because no guy's easy, but I mean, you see where he's at now. Yeah. They're so, saying like Armin's like Khabib, like the wrestling, the stamina. Yeah, the Armin's a tough fucking. I was training to fight Frank Camacho. Who'd I get? Armin. Oh. His name's Armin. <laughs> His name's Armin. I was about to fight Frankie. Now I'm fighting fucking Armin. I was fighting Frank Camacho. Sounds like a comic book character. Now Armin Sarukian even pronounces his last fucking name. Uh, Sarukian. Sarukian. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking Dragon Ball Z character I'm fighting. Rola Fiziev would be fucking nuts. Uh, they used to train together too. Really? Yeah. I think Rola trained in Thailand. Didn't he train in Thai Muay Thai? He said that dude's real good. Like, just Muay Thai. No offense, but, but the Oliveira, Poirier, Gaethje, Chandler, like those guys in the top five, it, you know, it's going to flip-flop. And I think Frivola's at the right point at the right time in his career. Because to... those guys will cannibalize each other. Yeah. By the time Steamroller works through the rankings, they'll actually be different guys. I've They've had talking. so many wars. They're going to cannibalize each other. Poirier, Gaethje, Islam. Islam got a fight again, too. Who's he up with? Oh. Are you going to put him with Gaethje for the title? Wow. I would love the uh, the rematch with uh, Volk. Oh, I gave Volk that fight, personally. I even gave Volk. I told you I'm biased for short guys, though. If you're on the, if you're fucking, he wants under, Edwards next. He wants what? He wants to move up to seventy. Oh. Move, Volk. Uh, uh, Islam <laughs> wants to fight Edwards. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Jeez, that could be actually a very good fight for Islam. That's talk. That's all talk. I don't know. I, I would respect Volk it. Want, I thought you meant Volk wanted to go up to one seventy. I was like, that's exciting. That guy's the man. He'd be like like Matt Serra. He'd be <laughs> that dude. Because everyone that fights 170 is like six feet tall. And you'd be like, who's 170 and like 5'6"? Like no one. So, And he moves very fast. So he'd be punching you in the face. And you'd be like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> he can get heavy. I'm telling you, Volk could fight every weight class. 45. Like BJ Penn. BJ Penn. BJ Penn fought at heavyweight. 
Leota, right? Yeah, Leota was uh, open weight, right? It was like 215. I think he was enjoying life. He was just enjoying life. He was just eating fucking pigs on the spit. <laughs> he was just the whole pig. Bia's a lot of alcohol. How much alcohol was BJ drinking? Oh, how many? How much did he drink on fight week? <laughs> I would say Cowboy, BJ, we're talking top five drinkers on fight week. There has to be a British guy. Cowboy, BJ, Josh Barnett, Bass Rutten. <laughs> Bass Rutten. Bass Rutten, 100%. Yeah. I feel like Cormier, like he just he he's he's cleaned up enough, but after he weighs in on Friday, he does pancakes, fucking hash browns. He goes nuts. That's my favorite pre-fight food. Always looking for a good pancake spot after the weigh-ins. Aljo scared me as soon as Aljo said he had pancakes. It didn't go well. But meanwhile, you see Nas, you see Cheeto. They do pancakes. Pancakes. Sure, I always do pancakes. <laughs> what did Aljo do? have in his pancakes? Well, you should do what you normally do. If you normally don't have pancakes, don't then suddenly have pancakes. But if you're like go to, you know, high carb, post weight cut food is pancakes. <laughs> that's not buff on a budget. That's not buff on a budget. That's just fucking thick with no stick. <laughs> oh man, what's uh, Marab? Marab doesn't drink, right? He's no, he's not Muslim. Remember, if you're from Georgia, that's the Christian side of the Caucasus. Caucasus. So he could have a drink. The Caucasus Mountains, yeah. Uh, But if you're Muslim, you don't drink. And we've been in dispute about this weed issue for a while. Yep. My wife's country, zero weed. Like if you're in jail, if you do weed. Where? Uh, Macedonia. I'd be miserable there. (laughs) they'd be like why is manimal such an asshole oh my god her friends thought they were smoking weed it was like a a, a very weak spliff and i was like try this pen they (laughs) couldn't stop smiling (laughs) what is this (laughs) and uh they were driving which wasn't smart of me to give them before driving it was during dessert and uh, I said, have a nice flight because they were just toasted. They were like smoking like a cigarette. I was like, oh. Mike, Friday, you got to come. We got to do a skit. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, line up the white belts, please. Let's if we could do a little everything of teaching, line yeah. up the white belt. Uh, and well, we did you get any of those clips together. of the moves? Line up the white belts. I'll be the only one. <laughs> Wait, some videos of the moon. I have a lot of stuff of your training. Yeah, lot, but right? I just wrapped up uh, a video for shout outs to Justin Montavo's management, Wolf Sports. I just wrapped that up. Oh my! Shout God. out to Justin. He's Mont- not Jewish, but uh, you, you know the the part at minute twenty three. The how do I say? It? I'm like, just say it. Just give me the list of the edits. <laughs> like, and I made sure he kept seeing V5, V6 for the versions that I'm uploading. Versions, not virgins. I hope I. <laughs> the, the version. They're like somebody's like some teenage kid watching. He's like, dude, you could upload virgins. I'll download. <laughs> but I want him to see how many versions I was doing for him. I was like. Before the last version, I was like, "Can you, can you, can we do this payment thing?" 
oh, see, the funny thing about payment, I'm like, here we go. See, the funny thing about that is I don't pay. <laughs> <laughs> the funny oh. thing about paying is I don't. Long story short, you're 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 up next. That manimal. Come up next. Whatever okay. you want to call it. Uh, you teaching? let me know. <laughs> I thought. Oh, that give was... me a time. Do you want a minute? Two minutes? Five minutes? There's a there's a lot to work with. I mean, minute minute and a half clips is the most you could boost on YouTube. I'm not YouTube. Uh, Insta. Okay. But I wonder if we should go big in YouTube. I wonder if I should like go in YouTube. Do you have a YouTube? I, huh? Do you have a YouTube? Not really. Maybe I have like 900 subscribers on an old channel I used to have for my gym. YouTube is gold. A lot of like companies look at YouTube. Yeah. That's what yeah. people are saying. I was like, uh, you know, Nicky. A thousand. You know, Nick Lamagna. He had like a YouTuber on his podcast. Like someone that helps you like do YouTube. It was very convincing, the argument for YouTube over like social media. Like, I put up a good post, let's say, and that shit goes away. No one sees it again after, like, three or four days. But yep. on YouTube, someone might see it if you hashtag it right and use the right searches, and it could be, like, better better content. Then you could always archive it for other stuff. Like, you have a newsletter. It's like, oh, check out these fucking three jujitsu exercises I do for shoulder mobility. Boom. You know, or whatever, right? You could just pull that. To do it on Instagram, it would be like right sixty second reel. It wouldn't really be. I don't even know what the fuck the difference is between a reel, a post, and uh Well now okay. they want you to do all your videos like reels. It's fucking complicated. It's beyond the scope of this. <laughs> Jake Fine was right though. TikTok, they just they're throwing out views. It's like until it's regulated, he says it's the wild, wild west. I just yeah, how do you know where the fuck are all those views coming from? <laughs> the problem, you know, the problem with TikTok is, I don't know anyone that's monetized from TikTok. Do you know anyone that's like, yo, I'm making mad fucking money off TikTok? I feel like I've heard the term TikTok star. I just don't know who. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't care if you're known. Are you making money off of it? Like, are you able to take that TikTok traffic? TikTok, say that ten times fast. <laughs> TikTok traffic, TikTok traffic, TikTok TikTok. <laughs> I feel like somebody like Valerie Laredo, who or Lareda, who has a a career already, can use TikTok as a, to bo boost her career. But then, somebody who started in TikTok, monetize. I don't know anyone that makes money from TikTok. If you make money from TikTok, let me know. If Jake Fine's not making money, then it's hard because I heard he's. He's doing really well. I think he showed me his page. It was like 100K just for like showing a fucking shitty Taekwondo technique. Well, <laughs> uh, praise Odin. Um, God's willing. Yeah. Is this the uh, release? The red carpet? Yeah, Hopefully we get a red carpet going for, uh, for summer 2023. That'll be like a four year anniversary. Ooh. So, that was scary. That'd be sick. An animal documentary out, and I asked the gods too. They said focus on jujitsu this year. Where's Harry? I gotta tell my manager. Focus on jujitsu because we got your manager can't even get Wi-Fi. My manager can't even get Wi-Fi. You're fucking fired. <laughs> but he does, he's not. He'll never hear that. <laughs> he'll never hear. It. You gotta call him on the payphone. 
That's like Kerry. I tried to have a serious conversation with Dan in the car, and he totally overrode me. I'm like, now I gotta do this again. Like, you know, I tried to talk serious there, but he totally was on a different tangent. He just over over talked to me. I was like, are you listening to me? He's like, what about when this guy is <laughs> like motherfucker? Dude, few and far in between can like commute few and far people in between like actually absorb like what you're saying. So many times I see people just like they wait for you to stop talking. To, Free, and then they talk, and it's like I feel like communication's uh, very valuable. If you listen a little faster, you keep up. But not even uh, sometimes people just—I don't know. I hate the whole same shit, different day people. It's like what you broadcast. It's a scientific fact that like thoughts. Which it creates a frequency, so it's like you're wiring your brain to like think uh, that things are shitty. Yeah, can't complain. And I almost responded to somebody who said that. I was like, "How you doing? Can't complain, but would you if you could?" Yeah. Would you? Do you need a fucking therapist? Is that what you're telling me? What do you need? Do you need a shoulder to cry on? Is this a cry for help? (laughs) It's like, well, you're not dead. Well, you're not dead. Is that a good thing? There's that. Are you saying like you wish you were? Like, what should we do here? Tell me the level we're at. Oh, my God. I went to my mom and my wife two years ago. I was like, man, I just want to disappear. And I was like Googling like Hawaii gyms to like just stay at Airbnb, potentially train. Like, oh, my God, he wants to kill himself. I was like, no, no, I just need a break. I was like, there's a lot going on. It's important. It's a strong masculine urge. I don't know if it's a feminine urge, but I feel it mm. all the time. I love traveling. And, uh, you know, it's very Odinic, too. You got to travel so you can gain wisdom, experience, uh, meet new people, right? Um, learn new things, see how different people operate. So it's important. Mm. And solo adventuring sometimes, adventuring with your group, right? It's all different. Uh, all different types of experiences. It's super important. You know, I think the human experience, I think it's important to, to adventure. Okay. So you're just feeling a need for adventure. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? I get the itch around this time of the year. It's like you could taste summer. So it's like, I'll try to go to somewhere warmer. I'm going to the UFC in Miami. Pajera, hey. That's going to be fucking... Oh, per, when's that? April 8th. April 8th. 8th. Pereira Adesanya. What's on the undercard of that? Masvidal Burns. That's all I oh, remember. That's a good fight. And then, I don't uh, know. Masvidal, I, I'm going to have to agree with Harry on that one. He's the best journeyman, but... I could go viral if I'm like, hey, Dana, if I bring up power slap and slapping his wife, make a correlation at the post-fight press conference. But I was like, I do want to go to the Newark one. Uh, You don't want to ruin it for yourself? I just... Do you think they're going to have facial recognition cameras and when you walk into Newark at the Prudential Center, just fucking robo-dogs... Did you hear about this? Fucking security with M16s. I think it's all bullshit. Throw you on the floor and be like, 
We heard what you said about Power Slap. We put a fucking billion dollars. You what? You, you smack. Then you power you slap me. $100 million. If I walked up and slapped Dana White at the press, that if that doesn't get 5 million views. I don't know what will. And if I like had tape to the him. back of like a shirt like for for Mrs. White and slap him, and then they would take me down, take me out. But if that shit did not get like. I got your back. I'm going to tell my mom that. Bodyguards are tall. I've seen them. I told my mom that I was going to go. I was like, I'm taking down Dana White. I was like, we're going to interview some ring card girls, some interns, like females that work in the office. Like, come on. And she goes, oh, my God. Because I like laid it out for her. She goes, oh, my God. (laughs) She's like, he's got, he knows more people than you. I was like. Dana White better not send hitmen to the house. It'd be anonymous. It'd be anonymous. Dana White asked the first reporter who said it. They're like, I said it. He goes, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? That's not a source. That's not how you do it. <laughs> I got sauces close to the situation. Sauces. <laughs> I got uh, John Jones got sauces close to the situation. <laughs> I made a vow to never watch a Dana White press conference, so I tried to watch John Jones at the last pay per view. I don't know if you guys catch this, but when he speaks through his nose, he tries to be hollow, holy. He's like, and now I found peace. And because my Lord, Jesus Savior, he's helped me get to this moment. I've never been more. And I was like, dude, you're literally in the same town where you smacked your wife last year, receiving a Hall of Fame induction. I was like, he's like, and then right after that speech, he blew lines of coke off of Hooker's titties. <laughs> <laughs> While his wife cried in the corner, shut. Wait, bitch. I'll be done in a few. <laughs> tight. He always loves. Do you notice that John Jones always loves like the trashiest white chicks, like from like the south, the Midwest, <laughs> like Tiger see? Woods. Yes. <laughs> he has Tiger Woods syndrome. <laughs> it can happen to you. If Would you, you have a problem if it was his wife with the kids and then a side piece? I don't have a problem with anything. And is that offensive to say that? Don't ask me. I don't have a problem with anything. I don't care if he has a fucking holly poly Christmas. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but don't try to act holy. Like, that's not part of the Christian religion, right? You have to pick a different religion if you want to do that. Right, you can't be like praise Jesus on the one hand, and then you know fucking have you know orgies with coke and prostitutes and alcohol on the other hand. His success is definitely a curse. Yeah. Yes, which I love. Which I love. I fucking it's love fascinating. It. It's like mythology. It's like for every win, he gets more fucked up. Like I'm just waiting for him to like run someone over with his car. Well, what's his god complex now at heavyweight? It must be just fucking crazy. Just the fact that like now I'm the baddest man in the planet. It's like a heavyweight champion. So now that's why I love Francis Ngannou, man. He just he's just you know he's got a big member because the way how calm he is like John Jones is like hold on, give me a minute. Like he's a fluffer. John Jones is a fluffer. 
I'm, I'm sure they're all hung like horses, but but actually, I'm lying. Oh, the steroids. Horses, remember, horses wish they were hung like us. Because in relation to your body, I told you this one, right, Ike? No, but continue. <laughs> okay, so listen. A horse weighs about a thousand pounds, right? A big male horse. And his dick is like 20 inches long. So that's one inch per 50 pounds dick to body ratio. A 200 pound guy with a four inch dick would be the same ratio. He'd be hung like a horse. So if you had a guy who weighed 200 pounds and his dick was six inches, the fucking horse would be envious. He'd be like, look at the size of that dude's dick in comparison to his body. He'd be like, wow, I want to be hung like a human. So Harry's like a 2.4. And But imagine if you're like a buck 50 and you have like an eight inch dick, then the horse is like this fucking guy. He's like making us look bad out there. He was, he's a mutant. Well, if you think about it in relation to body size, yeah. You know, humans, you know, humans have the largest penis of any primate. Oh, take that, King Kong. Take that, King Kong. You might whip my ass, but I'll tear your girl's pussy up. (laughs) This is the promo. This is the promo. (laughs) The promo for what? (laughs) Only the good stuff comes in the 50th minute. (laughs) Close to the end, you get gold. How many gold? When there's minutes left, that's when it's the best. Oh my gosh! You know what? When my comedy is really good, seven a.m. I don't know why, but my comedy at seven a.m. class was flying. I appreciate that. That means like you're willing yourself to, or like you're making like. You ever notice people will like wake themselves up by arguing, like like talking about shit they hate? Like I feel like. If your comedy is good, that means you're waking yourself up by like good music, good vibes. Like, Mm. I appreciate that. Good energy. I stopped coffee for two days because you got. How do you feel? I relapsed. (laughs) Then you you can't feel anyway. (laughs) But we're three weeks in. That was three weeks and two days. But, That's uh, impressive. I tell you what. Oh, what the hell was your fast thing? You went six oh, yeah. days. Yeah, almost three days. What the fuck? Well, because I said, like I told you, I celebrate the today is like my New Year's, so I fast for like three days. Then I do my rituals, I honor the gods, and uh, pray pair for the coming year. Pray pair. I pray pair. I did, I think I understood what you're saying. The. <laughs> I pray pair. Your yeah. eyes are glazed. <laughs> was that uh was that a new video? The the one shot. Yeah, I was just on the beach. I, I was Recently? gonna set up a tripod, but there was actually some people at the beach. You know, my neighborhood's kind of Haitian, and Haitians also uh practice a pagan religion. So like if you do voodoo, voodoo, and that's pagan. And if you practice a pagan religion, you'd be following similar things. So, like, there was a couple dudes on the beach that couldn't set the tripod up. But after I came out of the water, they were, like, this fucking crazy white dude, and they left. So then I grabbed my camera. So, because I wanted to set my tripod up, but they were doing their thing. But that fucking water was cold. So when I was in the water, I was, like, when I dipped under it, I was, like, fuck! Fuck! <laughs> and they're, like, fucking crazy. Is he, is he killing somebody? <laughs> Yeah, the fucking water was cold this morning. <laughs> He's killing the water. 
just talking about water you made you thirsty. My fucking balls shriveled up like <laughs> they went inside. They were like, why are you doing this? They're like, why'd you want to do this? <laughs> I heard uh in the samurai's days their balls would go into their stomach as like a defense mechanism. I mean, it's never happened when I fought, so I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we're maybe wearing Sweet. I've seen their armor, it has a cup in it. <laughs> so why would they need I mean, how protective are they of their nuts? They have a cup. Calm down. I don't know. Fucking the great samurai. Metal. Yeah, I guess. And they're Japanese. Come on, stop it. Mm. <laughs> Am I being racist? Was that racist? <laughs> so uh, Cheeto Vera versus Corey Sanhagen this weekend. Oh, yeah. I like that. Is that a fight night? Yeah. yeah that's going to be blood. Oh, five rounds. Ooh, I you like that for five rounds. Killers. Two killers. Corey Sandhagen looks great. And uh Marab versus the winner. Huh? Marab versus the winner. O'Malley versus the loser. Like that. Shouldn't it be Marab O'Malley? At the UFC is not gonna do that. It, it should, should be. be. That's what it should be. Yeah. Marab O'Malley is the next big fight to make. Marab surgeon. You want to talk about a guy who's fucking surgeon? Marab is like that fight with Peter Yan. He just like when was the last time you seen someone just like just get fucking worked like a former champ just get like tired in his prime. Like he had a tough fight with Sugar Sean, but Marab just outworked him. Yeah, I was like, if if Peter Yan took down O'Malley, what the fuck do you think the machine's gonna do with O'Malley? <laughs> 60 takedown. No, not even. He's going to have less takedown attempts because Peter Yan has great defense, which we saw in Aljo fight. Yan has good defense. That's why Aljo then in the second fight just took his back. He was like, I'm not even trying. He's like, I don't want to work all that cardio. Or I was like, no, I have great cardio. I'm just going to fucking shoot 50 times. (laughs) I guess you could do that. I defended the most takedowns ever. Wow, how many times did you get taken down? Ten. <laughs> I stole that line. That was a good line. <laughs> what? You said it last episode, too. I, I like that line. Uh, I, defended like, the I, most... I, I made history. I made history. I defended <laughs> the most takedowns ever. Wow, so you didn't get taken down? No, I got taken down 11 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Fuck. It to me it's like you. Brett Favre. He threw the most touchdowns and the most interceptions. Oh! <laughs> I threw the most touchdowns. Nice. That were your interceptions. I also threw the most interceptions. So, there's an old school boxer. You know Floyd Patterson? Mm-hmm. Floyd Patterson, he was a two-time uh, heavyweight boxing champion. And uh, one day he's doing an interview, and the interviewer is like, you know, Floyd, you've been knocked down more than any other fighter, any other champion uh, in history. And he was like, oh. He's like, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like that means I got up more, the most. <laughs> yeah. I, if I got knocked down the most, he's like, well, I'm here giving the interviews. That means I got up the most. I like that. 
He's like, so I don't know if you want to end on that note. It's pretty positive. It was. I was about to just talk about how shitty media is. <laughs> or, or not. Or not. <laughs> no, do you want you could what do you want to do? I'm not gonna stop you from complaining. This is your outlet, Ike. Yes. Oh, we'll end it on it. Floyd Patterson. I love the movies that look like that. The, the gloves, the old school. Assemble. Well, who do you guys got then? Vera or Sanhagen? Yeah, I think we'll all go Vera. UFC wants him to win too. Love you guys. Love you. Bye.